0: Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. With host Ralph Malbrough and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, that's Kevin Hill of Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This hey, podcast
1: is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
0: Ralph
2: Norwood. All right. Welcome to Saints Happy Hour podcast. Uh people, we are in a drive for donations. If you want a daily podcast, become a patron, donate what you can. Every $300 we raise, you get an extra podcast for the week. So It's true. So we're like we have like $50 donated to the of the first three hundred, if you donate three hundred dollars, you get an extra podcast. You have to donate to be able to listen. So, if one person out there wants to donate the rest of the three hundred and donate like two hundred fifty bucks, and we, me and Andrew will do a podcast for fourteen people, but that doesn't happen. Donate what you can. You get a free podcast. Like we did, uh, Shane Vereen update last week. It'll be kind of like that, but longer, and we'll do it every day if we can. If you raise enough money, so donate. Click on the Patreon button. Do it. We love you. Um, and find us on the Facebook, the Twitters, and the, uh, the YouTubes. Search Happy Hour Podcast. So, uh, gentlemen, we've made it. We've made it through the dark sadness of the offseason. We have made it to football season. The Saints report to camp this week uh, gloriously. The rookies. No, the, the, when did the veterans report? I don't know. <laughs> Andrew, when did the oh. veterans report?
1: Um, am I supposed to keep tabs on this? <laughs> I mean, here's here's the thing. I used to blog every I mean, day. Last off, lost off season was the last off season where I blogged, and it was I did it every day, and I basically pulled the plug like right as the season was starting because it was one of those things where it was just I had fi- gotten through another off season, and I was just I was just like, oh my god, this was horrible, and <laughs> as the season was starting, I just told myself. Like, I, I can't, I can't go through a season You really after, pulled
2: the plug like, on blogging and pulled the plug on the blog because that blog is dead now, right? Correct?
1: Me. Yeah, yeah. Well, Brian tried to keep it going, but, you know, no, nobody could keep Saints Nation going like me. I mean, no. it was, it was were, like, it was, it was uh, an exercise of self-torture, basically. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, um, it, it's amazing how, like, when I'm not, on the grind like trying to come up conjure ideas about what to write about every day. It's amazing how much more freedom I've had but also just like I haven't thought about football. The dates. It's been it's been really nice. Yeah. And yes. it's kind of crept up on me. So like now we're a week away from actual games and I'm excited because I haven't been you know over analyzing every single week of the off season the moment that's about to come up. It's like I'm kind of, like, prepping for it organically now. and I'm, exi- <laughs> I'm excited to hear that we're, like, a week away from football. So well, Dave, we're, like,
0: are- we're, like, two weeks away from, like, the first preseason game. We're one week away from maybe, like, the Hall of Fame game. Is that true? Uh, the Saints play in two weeks? Maybe even three. I, I, my point is, is, like, we're not wow. as close as you. I mean, we're getting close, yes, but, like. that nah, feels pretty close. I mean, we're not really going to have news until next week, I don't think. Yeah, that's cool.
2: Well, I mean, preseason is the first preseason game is the ninth, six o'clock Jaguars.
0: So that's yeah, that's that's almost three weeks away.
2: So you know we're we're getting there, but I mean, I I guess as you, the hype for the Saints is is is, is pretty good. I saw the like
0: the real. The hype is real. The
2: the 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 AP predicted Saints in Atlanta in the NFC title game. The Saints losing to Atlanta. Wow.
0: That would be something.
2: Oh, that would be miserable. <laughs> if if you if you had it, I would rather ensure Atlanta's failure than have the Saints have success. Like if you, Andrew, I, we talked about this last year. Like people wanted the Saints and Falcons in the NFC title game, and I was like, no, I don't want that. That's like it's too it's too much to bear. I'll just have Atlanta lose. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> I was right, you know, because if Atlanta would have beat Philadelphia and then the Saints had lost to Minnesota, oh, that would have been the worst.
1: Um, uh, it would have been bad.
2: Um, before we get to uh, grading the linebackers uh, and my Saints training camp Twitter addiction, um, I, I want to touch on, because it's it's scrolling around, the, the, the whole thing with the, the flag. And I don't want to get back Oh,
0: we're just going right into that, huh? Yeah, like, like, I
1: I
2: don't want to get into, like, I feel like it's all just gone about the whole thing of, like, why they're kneeling. Like, that's totally gone. Now it's just like a punching bag that Trump and other politicians are going to use in the fall for the election. Andrew, I thought maybe the NFL had a chance to escape this this madness this horrible thing of it keep coming up and up and up if they'd just said look players are staying in the locker room for the for the, mm-hmm. for the for the for the anthem and the the fans are going to be extra patriotic the, the, the players can't they don't they don't want to focus on the anthem we're just going to keep them in the locker room so the the fans and the singer can be extra patriotic and then the players will come out after and that would have solved fucking everything but now it's going to go on all year, isn't it? We're going to do, it's going to be 3 4 times a year. Like just when we think it's gone, Trump's going to tweet and it's going to come right back up. Isn't it that's how this is going to go, correct? Like it's my
1: nightmare. Yeah, uh, what was was it Jarrell Casey who came out and said that he was going to Basically some do some form of protest during the anthem yeah. that he's already come out. I mean, that's a high profile player, you know. I I don't know that the Titans do anything to him. I mean, they, they can't really afford to not have him on the field. So um you know, I I think it's only a matter of time before obviously Brady and Breeze, those aren't the type of type of guys that are gonna do it, but I, I think it's only a matter of time before it's not Colin Kaepernick or even Eric Reed who's a good player, but You know, teams can kind of blackball him because a good safety is still, you know, not make or break. But, you know, eventually it's going to be Antonio Brown or, um, you know, Alvin Kamara, you know, or or whatever. Eventually it's going to be a player that you can't bench and you can't afford to not have on the field. And then I think, unfortunately, you know, the way it's set up and the way the league is about superstar power, I think then... It will carry more weight. So I I don't, you know, the thing that blows my mind.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events.
1: Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Is that as progressive as the NBA is, I am shocked that they have no issues with this. Like, how is that possible? How is it that everyone in the NBA is respecting the anthem and not... They they've had no issues with this.
2: <laughs> it's a great question. Maybe Goodell's just terrible at his job.
1: Yeah, for whatever reason, like the NFL is just the the tension between the presidency and the players, and you know maybe part of it is bad relations with the commissioner. But yeah, um, I, I don't I don't see this going away. I think it's going to be more annoying. I, I think some players might be more afraid to do this. So we might see it less, you know, like I don't think it'll be whole teams. It'll be more like individual players. And I think a lot of guys will be like, "Yeah, I don't want to risk my paycheck over this. So, um, you know, I, I think more guys will second guess it now that there's a policy in place and that fines are clear, but still, man, I, I just, I don't think this is going away. And, um, you know, the people that have been anti saints and said, I'm never watching him again. They've been pretty stubborn and relentless. So I think you will see more people like that when this comes, unfortunately. I mean, Dave, do you disagree? I mean, I don't really feel like this is going away. Dave, what do you think? Um, maybe when Trump is not president anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I... I'm surprised that Ralph decided to lead off with this. Well, I, um, I, here's here's, you know, a, here's the thing. Well, I, I no, no, wait, wanted... wait, 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 wait. I had to listen to you, shoes. Okay. Here's a uh, now it's my turn. Um, I, it's, I, I don't want to talk much about it and the reason i don't want to talk much about it honestly is because ralph i agree with you i'm sick of it i'm i'm totally sick of it i, I listen to a lot of talk radio uh, in my car um I, I, i'm sick of people talking about it. i'm sick of reading about it i, I support the players I, I i'm fine with them protesting but i'm just sick of the fact that it's taken over you know instead of talking about actual play you know what's going on in the field we continue to discuss uh the the protesting and we're not we're not discussing the protesting and how we need to change as a society and what the protest is about we're just pro- we're just talking about the protests and whether it's good or bad or whether we like it or not uh, so unfortunately I feel like all the talk about it is, isn't isn't doing what what the, the protests are What's supposed intended, to be doing yeah yeah
2: here's, here's my question and then we will get know, off whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. <laughs> but 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 you know Ralph you started off by saying I'm sick of it I'm sick of hearing about it I am and, I, and And I feel the same way. Yet here we are, and you chose to lead. (laughs) This this was—I thought this was like going to be the last thing we talked about. I know. And you chose to chose to lead off the podcast with this topic. I know. And now all of our listeners, who probably also are sick of it, now they're listening to it too. So I didn't really want to talk about this. I wasn't going to say much about this because I don't want to contribute to it because I feel like it's too much. I'm sick of it. So why should I be the person that contributes to it? It makes it just as worse.
2: Our host is terrible.
1: Tough crowd. It is.
2: Our host is is terrible. That's why he doesn't win awards um i'm told i'm i'm totally bitter about that i i will admit it um so for actual saints news um andrew for people that didn't listen to our mini cast they signed a running back shane vereen which uh, I thought it meant that they were super desperate at running back, but uh, La- Daniel Lasco, is like his career is probably over. Like they waived him. Like he had that really bad injury last year. So like, signing Vareen Ver- Ven- wasn't like this panic move or desperation. But I mean, we said it on the on the on the the quick shot, but you can read it. Like I still think we have no fucking idea who's getting those carries that Ingram was gonna get.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) we don't. I mean, it's not going to be Vereen. Vereen's like a receiving back. If you look at his career, he's had some plays here and there on the ground, but he's really been a receiver. So, you know, he's like a Traverse cadet, a plus version of Traverse cadet. Yeah,
2: but do you hear that, Dave? Is that, what is that, the
1: Terrence West hype train? That, no, that's the, the Boston uh, Scott. That's the kind of that's Boston Scott, Scott. Oh, Scott the hype the Boston train. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. They keep signing these guys, <laughs> and I think it's a sign, and they keep bringing in veterans off the street that don't have jobs. Um, and there's a lot of names. I mean, if you look at the depth chart, people know who Terrence West is. They know who Shane Vereen. I mean, these are guys that have been in the league that have done things. But I I think they keep adding these guys because none of them are any good. And (laughs) if they felt good about their undrafted rookies, if they had like a Kyrie or a, a Chris Ivory type guy, they wouldn't be signing these veterans. So, unfortunately, that's not a good sign for me. But I don't know. On the flip side, I think Sean Payton's always figured out a way. If a running back has any ounce of talent and he's on the field, Sean Payton has found a way to make him pretty good in his offense. So we'll see. Ultimately, I still think it's Trey Edmonds' job to lose. He was great last year in preseason. He was great in training camp, played very well against a Bills team that quit uh, in the regular season in that one game. So, um he's been the most impressive and he's good on special teams too so i think that gives him a leg up and i still think it's his job to lose
0: all right dave well ralph funny you should mention you know you should
1: bring this question up because just on canal street chronicles today
0: uh mr chris donnells uh put up a poll asking all the readers who will be the primary running back partner with alvin Kamara. In weeks one through four, while Ingram serves his suspension, uh, 517 total votes as of right now, and uh, the top vote getter at 33 percent, one third of all people who voted, say Terrence West is going to be the
1: primary running back.
2: I don't want Terrence. I think West I think carries. West
1: and West and Edmonds are battling for the carries that Ingram's getting. Here's my question. My, Number they, two is Boston Scott. So yeah. Scott Scott, 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 Keep Scott that, and Vereen Coles stoked in the hype in the hype train. Scott and Vereen to me are they get more snaps if something happens to Kamara. That's Ooh, just do Now, my, don't
0: now even the say commenters, it. most of the commenters seem to think Vereen was, was the was the guy. So
1: take that for what you will.
2: Alright, here's my question and Dave and you can Edmonds
1: answer. is second to last, by if, the way. If if Vereen was the guy, then Vereen was signed when uh-huh. Lasco got injured, right? Or when Velasco was waived with a yep. failed physical. Yeah. So if Vereen was really the guy, then why did it's the Saints what sign got... West? why did, why did the Saints sign West before Vereen?
0: Yeah. It, well if if Vereen was the guy, why, why did it take all off
1: season for anybody to, to Well even he, look was at Broadway, he was doing
2: Broadway, Dave.
1: Ben Vereen Is that true? Is that a factual statement?
2: No. Ben Vereen is, oh. is a Broadway singer. <laughs> He did Old Man River. He did uh,
1: things in the. That 70s. was a Jonah Hill joke. Got it. Sorry. He got
2: he got run over by David Foster. It was sad. Look it up, kids. Google it. Uh, um. So here's my question, Dave. I give you a million dollars, and I say you got to go to Vegas, okay. and you okay. have got to predict what running back, not Alvin Kamara, will score. 15 fantasy points the first four weeks combined
0: oh that's a great question so um who, who is it <clears throat> uh i am going to say yeah i'm gonna say shane vereen is it ppr
2: it's ppr shane vereen andrew who you got Knowing that a million dollars is on the line. All you have to do is pick the guy who's going to have the second most fantasy points to Alvin or 15 fantasy points over four weeks. So
0: it's like basically like... He's going to be the first first non-Alvin Kamara running back to get to 15 fantasy points. Yeah.
1: I'm going to say it's Boston Scott in PPR leagues.
2: Oh, That's a good choice. I like that choice.
1: Um I think But if it, I, if you don't give me PPR then I'd pick someone else.
2: I mean how many carries are we talking here though?
1: I would say what, what is Ingram gone four weeks? Yeah. I bet it's an average of 5 carries a game. I think we're talking 20 carries. Yeah. So I don't care I don't care what Sean Payton or the media say. Kamara's definitely getting more touches. There's no way he's not. So,
2: if you if they get if they average 4 yards on 20 carries, that's 80 yards. It's 8 points. So they'd need a touchdown to get to 15 basically.
1: Yeah, I think that's what'll happen. 80 yards rushing and one touchdown
2: and a couple catches. Yeah. Um so that's really one of the big stories in cramp, but as we've done these previews And last week we did defensive line. This week we're doing linebackers. And, Andrew, last year when we did the previews, I think it was you that made the joke. You said, look, if the Saints are going to get hit at injuries at one position, I think I would pick linebacker because they're all the same. And they're all mediocre and they're deep. And if you remove any of them, I wouldn't care. Like, it wouldn't worry me that much. This year at linebacker, do you still feel the same?
1: Uh, to be determined, I have to see what DeMario Davis looks like. I mean, I, I think there's a chance that he's going to be really good. And if he's really good and stands out as the best linebacker on the team, then obviously I don't want to see him get injured. Um, But otherwise, I mean, I think you look at the rest and yeah, I mean, I guess Klein and Anzalone are penciled in <laughs> as the starters, but if, but if they go down and we're stuck with, Robertson and Manti Teo or Nate Stupar. Um, well, Stupar probably, I don't know that I throw Stupar in the same category as Teo and Robertson, but you know, you, I don't really see a huge difference. There's also, it's also kind of unresolved where Kikaha belongs on this defense because, you know, they played, they were starting to play him in linebacker last year before he got hurt before he ended up on IR. So, um, you know, is, is he a backup linebacker? Does he even make this team? I don't know. Um, but I don't know they've got a bunch of guys. And again, to me, they all kind of seem the same.
2: Dave, what, who do you think, if I said, who's, who, who do you think is going to be the best linebacker? Who would you say?
1: Well, it would better we, be Davis, right? With all the money they freaking paid him,
2: by the way, he's very big into off the field stuff. And, um, prison reform and that sort of thing and he might be a guy that would speak up regarding the flag at the beginning of something.
1: he's he's the off the charts favorite i would say he's he's the favorite ahead of uh, i would say cam jordan and mark ingram he's the odds-on favorite for saint most likely to get fined during the anthem
2: and he'll draw a lot of fan <laughs> hatred if he's not – he better be good because he's – and he does a lot of wonderful things off the field, but fans will not like him because he's very outspoken, very well-spoken, and that sort of thing. Uh, I'm looking forward to it cause I because like, I like controversy and I like people being mad on Twitter. Uh, Dave, who's going to be the Saints' best linebacker?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Andrew just said it. I mean, it it, it should be Demario Davis. I mean, that's kind of why they brought him in here. Uh,
1: they paid. I him mean, there's the a money. serious problem if he's not. He's up and right down now. though, dude.
2: He was like really good with the Jets. Went to Cleveland, was terrible. Went back to the Jets and was really good again. So he's like, he's like up and down. Like he's he. I would say he's not a sh- he's not a short he's not a short thing. And I was like when this when I saw the contract the Saints gave him, I was like, oh, wow, that's a lot of money for that dude. Like, am I the only one that thought that?
1: No, no. But if he's terrible or if he's if he's like just another guy, then this is once again kind of a bad misstep in free agency by Loomis. That linebacker. So I, I, I definitely would not be happy if he was he was mediocre. OK, <laughs> so
0: uh, wait, but can we can we have a serious discussion, though? Is is it really pronounced anzalone? I I there's no way that that's correct.
2: Anzalone. It's just
0: fun to say anzalone. What do you
1: think it's you think it's anzalone?
0: Yeah, okay. Yes, I do. Because uh Okay, when you go to a when you go to a pizza place and you order the thing that's like a pizza except it's totally wrapped in dough, what do you call that thing? Calzone. To, there you go. Z O N E you call it a calzone. the the, the last e is silent. Ah, now, I mean, technically, I think I think if you were really Italian, I think you'd say cal, calzone. So I would I would pronounce it anzalone, is I I would think that would be the proper Italian pronunciation. But so you would you, anzalone you, uh, hurts my ears. That there's no way that that's right.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to be Italian, yes, it's anzalone. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the way we should pronounce it every single time.
0: Did we lose Ralph?
2: I'm here. No, I was looking up. I was looking up his name, his how to pronounce his name, and uh, he did it on Twitter. But I can't play it because obviously we're doing the show. But the thing is, I think we need for for Anzalone. I think I need to do the sound ah. effect of the Super Mario Brothers video game and every time we mention him. What? Just have the, the little the little sound effect of the dude growing, you know, when he eats the mushroom. That's the that's the key. I want Anzalone to be the best linebacker. One, because I can butcher his name or get it right all year. We can play the sound effect all year, and his hair is
0: just magnificent. And I mean, I want to like him. He he was. It- You know, he was hit or miss. You know, he was responsible for some good plays in those first three, four weeks or whatever. And he was also responsible for – single-handedly responsible for blown coverage. But he can go, though. Like, he made a play in Miami,
2: the play that he got hurt on, where you were like,
0: wow. Like, he chased the dude down. He covers a lot of – yeah. He's – yes, he's got a lot of energy and he's high motor and he runs around out there. And and he stands – which to me, he sticks out like a sore thumb in the Saints linebacker core because he's so much – He's just way more all over the field. To me, he's he seemed gorgeous. way more all his over hair the field like than a everybody in
2: River. That's why he stands out, Dave.
0: No, I mean he I mean maybe maybe it's the hair that just makes him look faster. <laughs> makes him look like he's always in motion. I don't know.
2: <laughs>
0: Andrew, what linebacker has the best physical skills for the Saints?
1: I don't know. I keep looking That's at his hair. That's not
0: fair <laughs> who's, who's Who's the most
1: well endowed? And uh, <laughs> I mean, I keep looking at his hair, and to me, that's hmm. the best physical trait. So,
2: hmm. I
1: pick Anzalone.
2: All right. So if I if if we sp- if we sp- I
1: mean the, the most the biggest thumper is Robertson. That guy destroys people.
2: I forgot about him. He's in not- the run
1: game. <laughs> All these people. I'm yeah. like, I'm
2: right, on the team?
1: But every once in a while, you know, he'll shoot the gap on a blitz, and he'll he'll be untouched, and he just. Annihilates quarterbacks. Well, if if I get to go through the defensive line untouched, uh, I could annihilate a quarterback too. Well here's the thing. Robertson, man, he's like the the black. I know he I know he's not the fastest, but I just I don't know, he's he's always fun to watch. I feel like he always overachieves and he kind of gets a raw deal amongst fans.
2: Craig Robertson is the black Scott Shanley. Fans hate him. Who and hates the, him? Why do people hate him? I, I haven't heard of that. Coaching Brian, Brian
1: Pavick hates loves him. him. He, there's one guy on Twitter that hates Craig Crawford. <laughs> Maybe
2: no. There's others. He's he's he, Brian's got a following. Br- Brian's thing is he never like Brian never changes his mind. Like he just like once he takes his position, he just like he's like uh like World War One trench warfare. He just like digs in and digs in and digs in.
1: Um, <laughs> Wait, so who uh? Uh, Sigler hates Robertson. I think no? they all
2: like all like a lot of the tape, a lot of the tape eaters like they don't like Robertson. And they, like the grades on him are up and down, but like the coach and staff like because he knows where to be and like he's like Robertson will make mistakes, but he doesn't make mistakes of like what the fuck you doing? Mistakes he makes like the oh he's not fast enough mistake, which coaches yeah. fans that drives us crazy, but coaches. The mistakes that drive them crazy, Andrew, is like you were supposed to be here and you were fucking there. You know, um, <laughs> Ro-
0: Robertson doesn't he's make a
1: pretty, He's a pretty good playmaker. I mean, he's got I nine. Career- I love that explanation. He's got nine <laughs> career interceptions.
2: Uh, so if so, I'm gonna do this this sound effect here: the wheel spinning, and Andrew. When the wheel no stops, money, no money,
0: no money, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, stop.
2: The wheel stops, and you have to pick a Saints linebacker to get injured. Who would you pick? Of the starters. Oh,
1: this, is, this, this is good karma. Yes. Yeah. Wait. What, why do I want to do this? Because you,
2: I'm just saying you have to. So, like, we, this try to like separates <laughs> well, out the. I
1: mean, can I can sit I pick like so can injured. I pick an? Am I allowed to pick an undrafted rookie? No,
2: you have to pick a person that's going to make the fifty-three.
0: Starting linebacker. Injure him now. Do it. <laughs> Wheel of Death. This, this is like this is like Saw. <laughs> if, you I mean, if you don't do it, then you're the, going to be the one that dies, Andrew.
1: I'll, I'll pick Manti Teo.
0: <laughs> so, Dave, when the Wheel of Death stops, <laughs> you have
2: to pick a linebacker to
0: injure him. Whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Nate Stupar. Is he? A, is, he a, is he? kind of? <laughs> that, dude, that
1: dude's coming back from such a brutal injury. You're so mean, Dave. <laughs> oh, Dave! Isn't he coming back from an ACL or worse? Isn't everybody? Yeah, true.
0: Oh man, you. Colton, are, uh... I wanted to say Colton Jumper, but oh,
1: don't we need to talk about Mitch Lowen uh, saving a life? Yeah, we do. Yeah, the we, dude. We should, the I that...
0: meant to, I meant to bring that up. I think it's Levin. I think his name is pronounced Levin. But, he was going to uh, make whatever.
2: the team last year, right? Before he like injured his knee. Uh, I
1: think it's pro- I think it's pronounced Anzalone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I meant to bring that up on
0: the last show with Ralph, and uh, um, I totally forgot.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: because apparently and, he wanted to like meet the guy. He was like asking to meet the guy that he saved out of that car.
2: So Andrew, describe it for people that that don't know it, like what he
0: did. Because it's pretty fucking amazing.
1: Well, I think he was in the warehouse district, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: he
1: was, yeah, it, it so was he's, in
0: the CBD in a car, uh, which this has happened before. A car. Like a cliff dive off. A cliff dove off a garage. Uh, third floor the garage, of like a, parking, right? a parking garage. Yeah. He either hit the gas when he was
1: not supposed to or whatever, and he went over the edge of a parking garage and onto the ground. He survived maybe, the fall. Maybe he was uh, SUV parked in a compact cars only. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, And Mitchell Levin uh, was
0: there and he was one of, I think, a handful of people that was able to pull the
1: driver out of the out of the vehicle. I mean, I mean, from what I read, it sounded like, you know, obviously any any time something crazy like that happens, there's a lot of people that are shocked and they don't know what to do. And, um, you know, I think the thing that was amazing about it was that he would just. Was cognizant of what was going on, and uh, you know, kind of took the bull by the horns type A, and he took control of the situation, and you know, quickly ran over and f- tried to see what he could do to help, and then kind of motivated others to help, and kind of was giving people direction. So, I don't know. That that's what I took from it. I wasn't there, obviously, but um, pretty impressive, um, you know, in a crisis situation for him to to be like that. And um, yeah, I mean. Dave, it's kind of a, a heroic thing. Dave, you know what if, it reminded me of? Uh, do you guys remember when like Cam Cleveland pulled a guy out of, of a burning car or, or failed to do so? The
2: only thing I know about Cam Cleveland is he's got his ass whipped with a bag of sock a uh, uh, sock full of quarters. That's the only <laughs> thing I ever remember about Cam Cleveland, and he was hurt all the time. How you remember and that Cam Cleveland of was off the field hero? But, but Dave, he, he, you know, if you're in a parking lot. And you almost drive off the third floor of the parking lot. Is that? What about today? The worst,
0: the day, day, of of worst day of your life.
2: worst
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the guy alive? He survived. Yeah, he, he, he survived.
2: survived. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be That's a good incredible. story, Andrew, if he, if he didn't survive, right?
1: Yeah, but would... he's going to make it. I mean, yeah, I'm sure he had. Horrible injuries, right?
2: No, I think. I it, don't know. Yeah, I think he was all right. Like, I thought the car was like dang. I didn't think it fell. I thought it was like dangling, and they pulled him out before it fell. But I could be wrong about that.
1: Uh, mm, I thought it fell. I I saw some pictures of a Mercedes SUV like on the ground floor, mangled, mangled. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so, you could
0: you could easily survive if it was only like the third floor, and you only. Fell two floors, and if maybe the car no, fell only—well, <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know, uh, man. And like, I mean, if it landed like on the passenger side, I mean, and you, you know, you had the entire width of the car to brace your fall, at, and you were wearing a seatbelt, obviously. I think you would need to be wearing your seatbelt to survive this.
2: I don't, I don't know, Dave. My <laughs> guess,
0: my guess is that person was wearing his seatbelt.
2: Hmm. I mean. Ugh, it's a lot of it's a lot of metal and concrete coming together at high speeds. Um, so here is here's an interesting thing before we get to Twitter questions that
0: um, I mean, not not that high speed. I mean, I, if it was
2: third, point, it was, no. so, we don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do math. I can barely. Well, pronounce if that it was names. like,
0: I mean, I, I this could be wrong, but if that was like thirty meters or whatever, then what is it? Nine point eight meters per second you fall? I don't know. I don't remember. And you got it in your heavy, heavy. I, floor. I was good. I was good at physics. When
2: <laughs> I was in you were good at physics. Now you sell uh, hand warmers with Greek uh, insignias on them
0: <laughs> for, for
2: a four hundred percent markup. <laughs> um, so, as we get into training camp, Andrew, you know we always have. The the big arguments on Saints Twitter, right? We we fight with each other. We fight with Saints Media. They block mm-hmm. us. They unblock us. They they leave us alone. What argument is going to dominate at least the first couple weeks of Saints training camp, and maybe the first couple games? What what are we going to argue about uh, in training camp?
1: I cannot believe. I, I to me. It's been so shocking that Taysom Hill has taken the hype train by such storm. Can we that I have. have a effect here, please? Yeah, yeah. That would be good. Thank you. <laughs>
2: the Taysom That's Hill Taysom hype train Hill, is out of here. control, man. <laughs>
1: I, I can't believe that the Taysom Hill hype train has been so deafening.
2: 35,000 people watched him do warm-ups. On YouTube
1: that I can't, I can't believe that Al Qadin Muhammad has not been I mean he was like yeah, he was everyone's everyone's superhero last year.
2: He was like I'm
1: not hearing anyone talk about that guy. How many sacks he had?
2: Three and a half in the preseason last year?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean I I feel like all he needs to do is get one more <laughs> sack and you know, it's totally back on with Al Qadin Muhammad.
2: Dave, what are we going? But but that's not really. So you think people are going to argue over Muhammad playing more or like?
1: Yes, I I think I, I I could see Davenport getting off to a slow start. I could see Okafor kind of banged up and not ready, and they end up playing like Trey Hendrickson, a defensive end, and like he's fine. He's not flashy, he makes plays here and there, but just like Saints Twitter going nuts that Al-Kadim Muhammad's not playing over Henry Especially
2: when he's killing people in the fourth quarter, I could see it. Yeah. Dave, what what are people going to be arguing over on on Twitter in the preseason?
0: Marcus Davenport, you know, he's going to get, like, like you said, he's going to get off to a slow start. People are going to be like, oh my, I can't believe we... Traded up for this guy. We gave up so much. He's a bust. Blah, blah. It'll go uh, tweet to tweet during practice, right?
2: He had a good play. He's yeah. great. He had a bad play. He's a bust.
1: Yeah, I definitely Marcus Davenport, for sure. Do you guys think Boston Scott could be a? He, I feel like he could be a controversial guy in training camp I th- for fans. I think he could
2: be controversial because Andrew. He was going to be my choice, in here. And here's why. I think he could kill it in the third and fourth quarter of the preseason games as far as like catching and running. But like during practice, Nick Underhill and people will be tweeting, Oh, Boston Scott missed a blitz pickup. Oh Boston Scott didn't know how to do this. Like and so the Saints will be like, You know what? we can't really play him because he might get Drew Brees killed. And then fans will be like, fuck that. He tore that shit up in the fourth quarter against the Jaguars. You need to give him touches. So I think I think that's a good choice. Also, in, in the secondary, someone will get roasted and immediately uh, fans will want to trade them or cut them or um, have them guillotined in Jackson Square.
1: Devontae Harris is back on the team. Just man. throwing that out there.
2: Patrick oh, Robinson—he won a Super Bowl, but he didn't win a Super Bowl with the Saints. Man, the memories that most people have of him as a Saint are not good. He's—he uh, isn't
1: Devontae Harris on the roster currently? Is he?
2: I don't know.
0: I don't know who has good memories of 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 Patrick Robinson. No one. I don't. I think. Well, then that goes without stating. I don't think you even need to say that. Yeah. You don't remember his
1: uh, pick six of uh, Michael, Michael Vick? Dick? Michael Vick. Yeah. What else? That was one good memory. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's see. So that's it. So uh, another note um, that I forgot because I started the show on a, such a bad, horrible topic, and I forgot to mention this. Uh, if you are playing, again, in the fantasy football leagues this year, uh, pay your dues, DM me on the Twitters. Uh, slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs because we got people that if you don't want to play, it's cool, but we have people that would love the spots. Um, and this year, Andrew, the winner of each league is... Gets a custom made Saints Happy Hour Championship Wrestling Belt.
1: Oh boy.
0: <laughs> With your
2: name engraved, champion of the league, shipped to your house. That's what you mean. You can put it on your mantle, you put it in your man cave, you can wear it to work. But you're gonna get a championship wrestling belt. So get excited about that, people. So We're excited. Fantasy starting back up again. Uh, I plan to have Kumara again in the auction league if it takes my whole fucking budget. So, uh, questions we have for people. Uh, This is from Reichert. Uh, Let's see. What religion has the best response rate for, please insert, preferred deity here, no major camp injury prayers? I don't know. Like... If you're Catholic you just do the Hail Mary, you do like maybe you do the little uh the little holy water when you walk in, you sprinkle it on, like you can light a candle, you can you can go and you can light a donation candle uh at Catholic church. That's all I know. I don't know any other religions.
0: What was what what religion was uh was the guy from from Major League?
1: Joe Boo? Joe Boo? Yeah, Joe Boo. you, Joe Whatever religion that is. <laughs> that is instant. I think it, Wasn't he, like, voodoo or something?
0: Yeah, Yeah, I guess he was, like... Well, that's perfect for New Orleans, then.
2: (sighs) Let's see. Uh, Do we have enough O-line depth, Andrew?
1: No.
0: Not really. That's your answer. You don't need any further clarification. By the way, did we we talk about Zach Streif getting henderson's job oh or? we didn't it's is it official it's not official official did he yet. take it i heard he's, he was offered yes he, correct he's been offered. he was like, we need
2: to mention people that's a good point um that's a ralph, that's because g-
0: because this probably pisses
1: ralph off that he's been offered the job no
2: i mean here here's the thing and i've i look
1: everybody really, on the radio really you haven't, haven't been on twitter seeing ralph's 17 tweets about it <laughs> well every, everybody on radio here local radio uh
0: you know they love zach shrieff but they they just don't they don't get it i mean they just do not get it he has zero experience and like how does he get to go to the front of the
1: line and get the that's the football player job? privilege
2: dave that's what that is
1: wait wait people are actually saying that
0: yeah yeah. I, I, mean, I, mean, I mean
1: okay there's, who has just... who has come out on the radio and said that
0: oh every chris gordy um
1: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, who else was I listening to uh, today? Eric I don't know. I Asher, listen to a probably.
1: lot of WWL, and I listen to...
0: Um, Let's the
1: station actually doing the games. So people on the, on the
0: actual... Well, well, actually, station. actually, I don't know. If, no, I guess probably not on WWL. So I've been listening to 1280 uh, AM, which is... I don't even know I don't even know what that is. It's in Houston, too. It's like Josh Innes in the morning, yeah. um, Chris Gordy, uh, Eric... Um, uh, what's his face? Asher, Chris Gordy, actually. yeah, Eric Asher. Um, and all those guys, I mean, they all, you know, they all say the same thing. Like, you know, They're obviously. Well, I mean, come on. But, I mean, you know, the fact is, is that he's not going to. This isn't a color job. This is a play by play job. And, this, and to do play by play takes more than doing color. You know, like Deuce McAllister can just step in and do color, you know, because it's a lot easier. And. You know, he has experience playing football, but to do the play by play, you know, you've got to you've got to be able to paint the picture every time that there's a snap, you know, you, you know, you, he's in shotgun formation, two receivers out wide, one out left, uh, you know, you got to.
1: I you mean, one of the, the, most, play, play, famous, one of the a, most famous, one of the most famous play by play plays back. was Pat Summerall and he was a kicker. There
0: are people, <laughs> yes, <there> are, <laughs> Andrew, there, that's, that's a definitely. good one. There are definitely people. I think the, and they a had wrong the guy. At, like Pat Summerall was a drunk. <laughs> uh,
1: there are a, a drunk, liquored up kicker.
0: Well, and, okay, but my question did did Pat? And is iconic, immediately, did Pat Summerall immediately go from being a drunk kicker and retiring to being the head guy on NBC Sports Pretty much, or pretty,
1: pretty much, much
2: yep. He, I mean, he wasn't the head guy, but he pretty much went from kicking to announcing football games.
0: I mean, I'm not saying it's not but it was the 60s so and it was, was different. I, and I would right. I would assume that these people had Zach Strief come in and run some videotape and he say did. okay He's Zach, done over 100 games. Guys. I mean I I would assume that that they've heard him and that he's obviously already at a fairly acceptable level. So I mean
1: Listen, listen, listen. First of all, Streef is a well-spoken guy. We can all agree on this. That's second, second Secondly, have you listened- I think Ralph would agree this with is that. New Orleans, Dave. This isn't LA. It's not Chicago. Have you listened to the guys that we have on the radio? I mean, no disrespect. I'm not gonna name names, but
0: this is Strief,
1: I have never listened to Streef speak radio in my life. And I already know he's better than half the people that do it for the Saints. Okay, but is he better than the play by play guy that they've had for the last twenty years? Nobody's gonna be as good and That's the a, point. It,
0: here's the thing that's here's not the true Those I, are I impossible
1: that shoes to fill.
0: I don't think so. I don't you know, Jim Henderson was great, but I don't think it's impossible to have another Jim Henderson. Here's the thing, here's
2: the reason why. I've listened to other cities NFL play by play. It's fucking terrible. The Saints are never replacing Jim Henderson. So I like the fact that they were like, we can't replace Jim Henderson. So we're not even going to try. We're going to go in a different direction. And if Streif can get the mechanics of it down, he can be great because you won't. he'll have a different perspective of play-by-play of an ex-player doing it. And in the short term, he knows the Sean Payton offense backwards and forwards. So...
0: It could be really interesting to have him doing the play-by-play and well, he's knowing not it. Be able to give away too much, you think? Pey- Pey- he'll be, Peyton will be the first one to call him and say, "Hey, you can't be saying that shit on the air." Well, no, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, teams know. I mean, teams. You can't be saying that we're running Y two zebra spider right <laughs> banana. <laughs> uh, banana chili. It'll start being Francisco. part of the
1: game plan is to start listening to tapes of Zach Street <laughs> speaking for the opposing teams. I mean,
0: but, 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 to Ralph's point, I think I think the hope for us is that he be, he's like the next Tony Romo, you know, where everybody's really surprised. It's like holy shit, this guy is giving us way more knowledge than we've ever gotten before, like way more in depth actual knowledge that we're that we've
1: never gotten before. But, but then, it's again, not- that's, that's his job. It- yeah, that's Juice's job. Can he even say that stuff?
2: Hey, yeah, I mean, no. it, it'll be interesting. It, it, I think it has the potential to be fantastic. I also think there's a non-zero chance that it's a disaster. Which, if you hired Myers or Mike Haas or somebody else, you would know that. Hey, it, there's no chance that it, there's no chance that like Joel Myers is going to be terrible, right? There's a chance. I mean, it's no, actually, my, I put it like Myers less than in, awesome. I would put it less than 5% chance that Zach, because I think Zach chief, by everything that I've read, he's really serious about it and he sees this as a great opportunity. I mean, cause think about it. He's what? 32, mm-hmm. 33, right? Yeah. He could, he could potentially be doing this until 20, 20, you know, if he did it you know he could do it till his mid 60s so this is like a this could be like a career job this could be a launching point to something else for me if he's ser- really serious about it and because it's the saints and it's new orleans and they do weird things like this is like a like this is an opportunity he doesn't get anywhere else like i don't think new york or any other NFL market is going to, like, hire the dude that just retired to do the play-by-play. Like, it's yeah, – like, to point. point, it's kind of insane. And only in New Orleans would we be like, yeah, it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, think, think of it, Andrew. So like, we've had Buddy D. If you're old enough, you remember Hapglaude. Like, like being able to speak well and be in the media in New Orleans, is not a prerequisite.
1: I mean, Hokie, Bobby Hebert. Coming, to, uh, a uh, near, coming tele- to a TV near coming to a TV
2: coming to a TV near you very soon, me. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so, yeah,
0: that's a great point. That's a great point. Any any market that's gonna let you do morning <laughs> television,
1: forget it. Yes, all bets are off. I I kind of like how, Henderson <laughs> and and Joel Myers, who does the Pelicans play by play. I mean, they're homers you know they definitely care about but they'll, the but they're the they'll team. be angry
2: homers too
1: yeah and I, I that's true like
2: like the pelicans like if you watch the pelicans it's not I hate to say it's my favorite thing because it means the pelicans doing are doing badly but one of the things I really enjoy about pelicans games sometimes is sad disappointed dad David Wesley during the game, like, when the Pelicans just aren't giving a shit about defense, and you can you can just feel <laughs> Dave Wesley, like, wanting to just rip into him, but he knows he can't, because he's the Pelicans color guy, so he's just, like, sad and disappointed, and him and Joel Myers are just really, like, sad parents, and it's great, and I think, but I think, the thing is, like, people worry about that Zach Streif will be too positive and not like Jim Henderson, but, but Dave, like, a play-by-play guy, like, he can't be, like, he, you can't sugarcoat Play by play, like if the Saints suck, like you're just calling the play. Like you can't fake it,
0: right? You just it is what it is. Yeah, I, I would I would assume if if Shreve sees something that annoys him or upsets him or or, or disappoints him, that you'll be able to tell. Yeah. But
2: I mean, on the there's the mechanics of it. Like if 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 another team runs for 400 yards in a game or some shit, like Zach, he he can't like lie and like sugarcoat. It. He's got to call those plays, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> Everybody earmuffs. <laughs> yeah, but he could but he's got two options. He could say, Oh, and so and so just gashes the Saints for another, you know, thirty yard run or he could say, you know, he could do like Jim, you know, did where and there's another thirty yard run up the left side, you know, you know, and make it sound like you can't monotonous. You know, Yeah, just make it sound like you can't believe that this is still happening. (laughs) I think Uh, it'll be the latter. Without actually saying, I can't fucking believe this is still happening. (laughs) I think it'll it'll be the latter
2: because Streif played for the Saints and he has has a deep emotional attachment to them. I think it'll be the latter. So this is a great question from Dylan.
1: I mean, I I think there's going to be moments. I I think it's actually going to be the opposite of teams getting runs on the Saints. It's going to be when Drew gets hit. Because you know he's yeah. going to be in the booth and he's and he's going to be dying inside, thinking I should have been out there blocking, I the should boy. have been protecting Drew. And <laughs> I think I, 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 <laughs> it, it's when Drew Brees gets sacked that I I'm going to be really wish, looking forward to hearing what he has to say.
2: I know we you asked Streif if he would come on the podcast. I hope he will because the, the question that I had for him, Andrew is they said he's called like a hundred games. And I'm sure What's he's he? called Saints games. So, he? like, was he calling, like, really old Saints games with, like, Deuce running the ball and Deuce is doing the color next to him? Or is he doing, like, a Saints game where, like, he gave up a sack and he's got to do the play-by-play of Breeze getting sacked and it's his fault? Where like, did
1: you hear that, that he did 100 it, games? It was in like Nick Underhill. His, his training, they,
2: you mean? Yeah. Like, he did it. He did 100 games and apparently he did them recorded Like, in them. the last month or so? No, I mean, he's been it's been like the Perfect. last 3 4 months that he's been in the this that the Saints have seriously considered this, you know. And I guess Okay,
1: but it's they, not it's not like he 3 years ago he was like doing this in no, the no. summer. This fun, is all right?
2: recent I would assume. And like okay. he does the game and then he like sends him out to people that he respects, like broadcasters and they critique him and give him notes and stuff. But like if he did 100 games, I'm certain he's done Saints games in the last of the last decade. Like he's not doing random titan games right
1: you know well it sounds like he's pretty damn serious about yeah. this then
2: i mean it's a great it's a, it's a it's a great opportunity and like dave says i mean for for an nfl player to go from playing to play-by-play guy of the team he just played for like it's like i would bet it's unheard of like i would bet in the last f- ever like it may never have happened uh
1: but here's a question. i mean look the bottom line here is he'll either be great or he won't and if he's not, they'll find someone else. But at the end of the day, let's not forget how much as fans we should love that guy. And we, I think we should all be wishing for him to be successful. And he deserves a shot because he's freaking here's Zach Streif. And if you're a member of the media and you have a problem with that, too bad because he's Zach Streif. <laughs> here's a question.
2: In five we should years, all love him. In five years, Dave, will he still be the play-by-play guy for the Saints? Yes. Andrew?
1: I'm going to say no because um, he'll either be bad at it and he'll get replaced or he'll be good and amazing opportunities will come up. Yeah. Because it's pretty rare that, you know, a guy with his experience and his resume uh, gets a job like that. So if he's really good at it, I Teams just think. Will f-
2: networks will fall all over themselves yep, to hire him.
1: Yep. Still. Yep.
2: Dylan asks, more receptions in 2018, Dave. Dion Yedler or Shane Vereen?
0: Uh, Yelder. I was about to say, did you pronounce that name right? Uh, I'm going to go with Vereen.
2: Andrew?
1: Yelder. Uh,
2: What would
0: have to happen
2: for the Saints to disappoint like they did in 2014?
0: Hmm.
1: Let's see what happened in 2014.
2: They were coming off 2013. They went 11 and five. That was
1: Jairus. That was Jairus Bird, right? Yeah. His First year. Yeah. I mean, I think if Kamara falls off a cliff and just isn't any good.
2: Yeah, I mean, I. Think what happened too in 2014 is um, Jab- Jabari. Well, the Greer defense
1: got, imploded, right? Know,
2: Jabari Greer got hurt at the end of 2013. Keenan Lewis was a one-hit wonder. He got hurt, and they were just a fucking train wreck at corner. And that was, you know, they were they were train wreck at corner. That was the main. That was the, one of their main issues the whole year. Like they yeah. just they couldn't they couldn't get it right. And if I remember I mean, right,
1: the Saints will go seven and nine if the following happen: Demario Davis is a total bust, Davenport ends his rookie year with one sack, and Patrick Robinson is the Patrick Robinson of old. If those three things happen, I think seven and nine is possible.
2: Yeah, Dave, what would have to happen for them to be disappoint like twenty fourteen? <sighs>
1: And Camara has a sophomore slump. I'll add that too. Uh, I mean, honestly, just if if
0: both of their rookies of the year uh, slide drastically, I would say that could be enough. To be honest with you, I
2: think if if I think if Cam Jordan or Lattimore got hurt or slid back cons- significantly, they could have they could have issues. Because the thing is, with the the division is so good and the schedule is so hard, like it doesn't take a lot for them to fall back whereas like you know it's not like they're New England where New England plays in fucking the 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 shittiest division in football and they can have a ton of injuries but because Buffalo and the Jets and um you could know, say it. she's Dolphins. not
0: listening. She's not listening. <laughs> the the, the Dolphins—they're
2: terrible. <laughs> you know, they like the New England can have a shit ton of injuries and they can still go ten and six and, or eleven and five and still win the AFC East, no problem. The Saints, man, they get a bunch of the right, the wrong injuries. Eleven and five can flip to eight and eight, seven and nine real quick.
1: Yeah. You know, it's just that's what people don't realize about the Patriots' dominance is it has as much to do with. Those three teams just being completely incompetent. I mean, who
2: who has been a good quarterback consistently for like a three-year window that was in the AFC East that wasn't Tom Brady? No one. Yeah, I mean, um, this is a good who question.
1: Who is who is the best quarterback that's played in the last since Brady started in the AFC East besides Brady?
2: Pennington, one year in 08. And Tony Soprano, rest in peace. Uh, they won the division and the Patriots didn't make the playoffs. I mean, but that was only one year.
1: Yeah. By the way, I was really sad about I mean, Tony. the the answer might be Mark Sanchez, and I'm not kidding.
2: <laughs> Here's the thing. I was really sad about Tony Soprano dying because the Wildcat game where they broke out the Wildcat and just. It,
1: had, wait, is it? It's Sperano,
2: right? What did it say? Tony Soprano? Yeah. That's the full <laughs> Ralph right there. Uh so Tony Sperano, like the when they did the Wildcat game and they just annihilated the Patriots thirty eight to thirteen, that was me and my wife, that was like our third date.
1: My life my
2: life. Uh so uh Thank it was my because she came over and we watched the game and she was really excited to see the Dolphins kick the shit out of the Patriots and she was like, I don't understand how this is happening. They're not even really playing a quarterback. And I was like, I don't know, man. They're running this single. I don't know. It was great. it was a it was a great memory of mine. And I and I thought of him, and it made me sad. Um, do you? This is from uh, Idle Irish Minds, Dave. Do you think Ingram is traded before the end of the season?
0: No, no, I don't. Why would he be traded?
1: <laughs> Nobody wants to trade for a suspended player ever.
2: Yeah. Which. Which team is most likely to miss the playoffs? Rams, Vikings, Falcons, or Panthers?
1: Panthers, and it's not Panthers. Close. Yeah, mm-hmm. really.
2: <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, we only have a couple more. With Morstead doing 418 pull-ups today for charity in an hour, is he the best linebacker on the team now?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my favorite question in a while. That's fantastic. The answer is yes. I mean, that doesn't deserve an answer. I think that stands on its own as a fantastic question. And
2: by the way – I feel like giving
1: an answer to that question would just dilute the genius of it.
2: And by the way, on Pro Football Focus, Morstead was 10 points clear in their ratings of punters. He was 10 points better than the number two punter in the NFL on their little scale for whatever you want to take that as. Let's see. Uh, Let's see. We have uh, one more and then we'll get out of here. Uh, This is from James. Can Michael Thomas have a 2008 Larry Fitzgerald type season? Yes or no? Can who? Michael Thomas. Can he have a Larry Fitzgerald type season? 2008? That's like 125 catches and whatnot. He can. Will
0: he? I don't know if he will. Um. All right,
2: no. so that wraps up this show. Uh, thanks to everybody for the questions. Uh, remember to donate. You want to have a daily show every day during the football season. Three hundred dollars gets you one extra show. Six hundred gets you two. Nine hundred gets you three. Twelve hundred a month gets you five shows a week. You want it? Do it. Uh, so for Dave, for Andrew, uh, until next week, the bar is closed.